Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Welcome to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, double AMP TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network, as well as Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get into it. We are here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. Welcome back to the show. Hey, always, always a pleasure, uh, Rocco. Great to be back and a part of the sports angle. So there has been this open discussion for the past two months. And it started with MLB, and then it has gradually moved down the line to the NBA. It has moved down to the NFL. It's moved down to the NHL. And that there is this proposal, this idea of a reduced salary cap or a reduced luxury tax in sports. That because all of these teams have lost millions and millions of dollars this season, there are owners that are wanting to reduce the salary cap so that they can not have that much loss coming out of their own pocket this season. That this idea that these owners, because they have so much money in the red, because they have so much money that they are bleeding from, that they kind of want to heal that wound by reducing the amount of money that they have to spend for that season. Now, I will say on paper, I understand why you would do that. I have a company that has lost X amount of money of course, you're going to want to reduce your operating budget Y or to make up what you've lost from X. I get that. But when it comes to contracts, especially when it comes to sports like the NFL and soccer, where a lot of that contract is guaranteed up front, do you think this reduced salary cap will actually happen? And if this does get approved, do you think the Players Association of MLB, NBA, NFL, and the NHL, do you think they would dispute it? Do you think that they would fight this reduced salary cap uh, very, very aggressively? I would say definitely that the owners in these major sports uh, organizations will will make some attempt. I mean, like you had mentioned, uh, from a financial point of view, just the fact that they have lost so much money over the course of this season as a result of COVID uh, and having to shut these leagues down. I mean, you have to understand that this is a phenomena that major sports has never really experienced. I mean, the last time that we had a pandemic 
back in the uh, early 1900s, I guess it was around 1919, 1920, you didn't have major sports organizations to the level that we have now. And so this has been uh, an experience that they've not had. Sports has actually just been increasing and increasing and increasing through the years uh, in profitability. And now these owners are taking a look at the losses that they're going to take. They're still kind of up in the air about how things are even going to be going for quite a while, probably at least until the fall of 2021, when the vaccine has kicked in and maybe they can start to have live gate again. They're basically their whole spring there. It's up in the air how things are going to turn out um, in terms of uh, them being able to make money off of that live gate. They've lost a lot of money from that. I know they've got these these television contracts that are lucrative, but the live gate, the people that are actually attending these games and losing that amount of revenue. Uh, at those live gates is probably really affecting them. And so them being business owners, of course, what they're trying to do is they are trying to minimize their losses. And if it means that they have to create a salary cap to do that, that's the way that they're going to go. Of course, the unions that represent the players, they're looking out for the best interests of the players. So I would say, yes, definitely they're going to push back against that. That's really what negotiation is all about, Rocco. Ultimately, now you end up at the negotiation table and you, the owners come with a number, the players come with a number, and they meet in the middle somewhere is the scenario that I think is likely to happen. I don't think either side is going to get their way completely, but I would say that there will be some pretty uh, intense negotiations around this over the next couple of months. We're talking about a reduced salary cap here on the Sports Angle with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. I mean, yes, we had the financial crisis of 2008, and that was a short-term negative effect on a lot of these owners. But the last time that we have seen this huge, drastic uh, difference where this caused all these owners and all of these teams was World War II, where you had teams merged together they didn't have that many players where you had teams that had to fold outright because they couldn't afford it anymore. I mean, that, that was really the last time that we've had something similar to this where they've had so many teams in the red and that was World War II. But back to what we're talking about. You mentioned salary about the ends and how, how they're going to this. But there is one thing that most fear in sports there is that dreaded word that sports fans don't want to talk about the one word that players and owners never want to bring up but it's a possibility here and that is a lockout all right the word lockout in sports is something that is dreaded upon but the last time we had one in mlb was 1994 the last time we had one in the nba was seven years ago. It was nine years ago. The NFL had their last one. I mean, heck, in auto racing, they had one back in 2005. So understand that all of these sports have had lockouts of recent uh, dates. Do you think that that could be a realistic repercussion of this scenario? That these owners are going to want a reduced salary cap. They're going to want this soft salary cap and this luxury tax to be reduced, these player unions are going to fight it, and because of that, a lockout can form. 
Do you think that is a realistic scenario? And if there was a lockout to happen, how long do you think it would take for it to be resolved in certain sports? I mean, it's terrible for the fans all the way around, Rocco. You know, from the, the perspective of being a fan, it's just terrible. Uh, in terms of the negotiations that the the owners and uh, the organizations that represent uh, these professional athletes, it just depends on how the negotiations work out. You know, are these cooperative negotiations where everybody comes to the table and they're looking at uh, looking at things from the other person's perspective? So I've seen in some of these lockouts, I mean, I remember strikes in Major League Baseball back in the 80s. So I've seen many of these negotiation situations, uh, as you're describing here. And it really depends on the attitudes that the entities have, both the representatives for the athletes uh, and the owners of these teams when they go to the bargaining table. You know, are we really looking out for um, each other's best interests? A lot of times, not so much. You don't see that in negotiations. And uh, seen by that on either side, uh, particularly on the player side, because they're the ones that are going to be having their salaries minimized, basically, uh, is what you're describing here with uh, there being a salary cap. Uh, and so how how quickly can they get into negotiations? How can they uh, work towards uh, something that's going to work out well for both sides? You know, there's so many different, and you've got different leagues with different unions. It's really hard to say how these different sports leagues are going to react to this inevitable situation that, that will come up. I would say probably, Rocco, this is going to be headline news going into 2021. Uh, the negotiations, because of the, the tremendous losses that these owners have taken uh, as a result of being able to operate their businesses over this length of time, it just mirrors what's happening in the overall business world, where you've got these huge corporations that are literally laying thousands and thousands of people off. The sports world is a mirror of the economy. And so it's the same way that you're having these experiences in the real world. I think sometimes because we're, we're fans of sports and we just love our sports and we expect everything to work out when it comes to sports. But we have to understand that it's, uh, again, it's a reflection of what's going on in the business world. And in the business world right now, there's a lot of owners who are trimming the fat. There's a lot of businesses that are going out of business. And what you're going to start to see is that reflected in professional sports. We also noticed that thanks to financial reports and thanks to all of these information that have been leaked to the public, MLB got hammered this 2020 season in terms of revenue. They lost billions of dollars because of them not playing in front of fans. The NBA, the NFL, they have suffered a good hit, but compared to MLB, they were not even close to the impact that MLB has had. So the fact that MLB could have a reduced salary cap, that is a cause and effect type of ordeal. The cause is that they had to have no fans in attendance. The effect is that they suffered billions in losses in revenue, and they're going to have to make that up some way. I say my angle is that a reduced salary cap will happen in MLB, and it will cause a second lockout in MLB, the first one we've seen since 1994, and it will be an unfortunate reality. 
We are here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. I'm your host, Rocco. We'll be right back. is an urgent health notice all residents suffering from back pain you may qualify for a pain relieving back brace covered by medicare simply call the health alert hotline now the health alert hotline is your back brace company these specialized braces have been thoroughly tested for pain relief call us toll free right now to determine your eligibility don't wait the deadline is fast approaching the call just takes a few minutes and we will handle all of the medicare paperwork Back braces have helped thousands of people just like you get relief from their back pain and return to living their lives to the fullest, enjoying activities they thought they might never be able to experience again. Find out if you're eligible to receive a pain-relieving back brace. Make sure to have your Medicare card ready when you call. Call us right now. 800-223-7902. That's 800-223-7902. AMP, the multi-format network, is here to help create, produce, distribute, and sell your content. For more information, send a message to info at aamp.tv. That's info at aamp.tv. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com. Or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-854-3183. That's 800-854-3183.
Welcome back to the Sports Angle live on AMP TV, double AMP TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network, as well as Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out our guest list and the articles we have written on there. And go to our social media on all platforms at the Sports Angle. We are here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. We recently saw the Baltimore Ravens and the Dallas Cowboys. We recently saw a matchup where the Cowboys, you know, overpower the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are trying to compete for a playoff spot right now. And the Dallas Cowboys are competing for a top five draft pick, if we're going to be brutally honest here. Now, the Dallas Cowboys, they do have talent. I'm not going to sit here and say that they have nothing positive. I'm also not going to sit here and everything is perfect in Jerry's world. All right? The Dallas Cowboys, they have their strengths. They have their weaknesses. And I think the biggest problem with not just media in general, but a lot of people who are cowboy purists, they don't want to admit what's wrong. All right? They're in complete denial when it comes to this team. And the denial is the fact that this team, simply put, is not worth the money that they have put in. By all of the salary, all of the contracts, all of the money that Jerry has poured in, has it got him? The soon to be for Dak Prescott. What has that gotten the Dallas Cowboys? When you really stop and think about it on the field, what has done for the product? What has that done for the brand? What has that done for the organization? Like, is there a reason why the Dallas Cowboys are one of the highest teams in terms of, say, a salary, but yet they are one of the worst teams in the NFL? And if there is a reason for why the Cowboys are the way they are, does it start at the top? Who is to blame for the way the Cowboys are ran in 2020? Well, I would say, Rocco, it always starts at the top. The ownership of any uh, organization in sports is where it all, all begins. And with Jerry Jones, you have an owner who is who is exceptionally involved <laughs> with his team at a level that most owners in, uh, in professional sports are not involved. Basically, he's a celebrity owner. Uh, who's had quite a bit of success. I mean, the, the 90s was a big decade uh, for the Cowboys. He's shown that it can be done. He builds this new stadium, which is, I mean, was definitely stated when it was built. And yet he hasn't been able to have the right combination uh, in the 2000s to really uh, to, to go to a Super Bowl, to win a Super Bowl. And I would say all the responsibility really falls in on his plate. I think it's Jerry Jones more than anything else. And I would say uh, with him being the owner and Jim and really the face of that franchise, which is a unique thing that you have in an owner, 
when I think of, there's a few other owners who have been similar to that. George Steinbrenner was like that with the Yankees, where he was really someone very involved and also uh, the face of the franchise. And of course, Al Davis with the Raiders uh, really was another person who uh, very involved in the day-to-day decisions of the team, but also kind of the face of the franchise. So with these owners, when things are going well, you cheer these owners on. Right. When they're winning Super Bowls, everyone says you're brilliant. You're uh, you're the greatest. You're a genius. But when you're having long dry spells like Jerry Jones is having and you're not producing teams that are winning Super Bowls, people start to question what you're doing. And, uh, and Jerry's getting up in age, too. I mean, I've been out to Dallas. He's got a whole lot of other business interests going on in the Dallas area. They got literally a part of Dallas they call Jerry World. Uh, where he's building all kinds of uh, facilities, sports facilities. And so, uh, you know, the answer to your question is it's all Jerry Jones's uh, responsibility because he owns the team and he's decided that he's going to have his hands on everything. As we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys here on the sports angle with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications, ego is always a two-way street. You know, if you have a healthy dose of ego, you know, that's normally what the branch of success is. A lot of successful people have that healthy ego that allows them and gives them, you know, that form of success. But when you have unhealthy ego, when you have an ego that's not in check and it runs wild on everyone around you, that is what causes problems. And we have noticed in the past with the Dallas Cowboys organization that when Jerry Jones doesn't get his way, his ego comes into effect. That when Jerry Jones doesn't have something exactly happen the way he wants it to, or when someone doesn't give him the acknowledgement or the credit that he is looking for, he pretty much throws a temper tantrum. He pretty much will go on social media He'll go and interviews. He'll do all these things to put the limelight on himself. I mean, one of the most classic examples ever was him and Jimmy Johnson. People who were around back then, you will remember that Jimmy Johnson won all these Super Bowls for the Dallas Cowboys. And then there was a dispute behind the scenes with Johnson and Jones. Jerry Jones fires Jimmy Johnson and then says the quote, that there are a hundred coaches that could have won a Super Bowl. It wasn't just it wasn't just uh, Jimmy Johnson. All right, you had the whole Jason Garrett situation that Dallas Cowboys fans are dealing with right now, where for so many years Cowboys fans wanted to get rid of Jason Garrett. They said that he was just a guy holding a clipboard. He was just a head coach that was just there to stay out of the way of Jerry Jones. Well, they fire him last year. They bring in a new head coach, Mike McCarthy, and Mike McCarthy immediately loses the locker room, not even four weeks into the season. And and unfortunately, a lot of Cowboys fans are now wanting and are question are asking the question: Was Jason Garrett really that bad? Was Jason Garrett really the problem there? So I have to ask for everyone who's listening out there in Texas. Is Jerry Jones' ego the reason why head coaches get fired and their head coaches have this bad exit from the team? We saw it with Jimmy Johnson. 
We've seen it with guys like Bill Parcells in the past, guys like Jason Garrett. Is there a reason why Jerry Jones's ego gets in the way of success in Dallas? And if that's the case, is there any example that I haven't thought of that you could uh, relate to that situation? Well, I think Jerry Jones's ego is responsible for the success that the organization has uh, had and for the problems that they're having, right? It's a double-edged sword because his ego was what ignited them in the 90s to win two championships. So Jimmy Johnson wins two Super Bowls, and he was having a lot of conflict uh, with uh, Jerry Jones, and I, I remember this very clearly, and then – Jones makes this bold statement about the fact that he could get anyone else to coach this team with the level of talent that he had. And then he goes out and hires Barry Switzer, and then they win another Super Bowl. So when you have a situation like that, that builds on that ego that you're talking about and makes the owner, which, by the way, the guy owns the team. So <laughs> the fact that he owns the team in itself, Rocco, it takes a pretty big ego to be an owner of something the size of the Dallas Cowboys. And so the buck always stop, stops with him. Everyone else is working for him. These quarterbacks, these coaches work for uh, Jerry Jones. It means that his ego is likely not ever to be in check. Maybe the management's ego could be in check. Maybe one of the players' ego could be in check. But when the person who's writing the checks has an ego that's out of control – there's no one to put him into check. And uh, I think that that's one of the challenges with the Cowboys holding on to Tony Romer as long as he did uh, as a starting quarterback, uh, as a Cowboy fan myself, I really questioned why Jerry Jones was doing that. But there again, he's the owner, he's the GM. I mean, he's literally running the entire franchise and he owns it and he's writing all the checks. So it's really almost impossible to put someone in a position like that in check, uh, it's, it, there's just not much that you can do with Jerry Jones because he's the owner of the team. From what I've always understood about the Dallas Cowboys, you know, everything runs by Jerry Jones. All right. He does every single thing inside the organization. And when he eventually has to step down, when eventually his son, Stephen, eventually has to start running the team. I actually want to see what he would do with this team. You know, I want to see what his son would actually do with the Cowboys organization. Would he rule it with the same tight grip that his dad does? Or would he loosen up the reins and let someone finally be a general manager for the first time not named Jones since the late 80s? That's actually what I want to know with the Dallas Cowboys organization. What will happen once Jerry isn't there? Is it the Sports Angle? I'm your host, Rocco. We're staying with the NFL. Don't go anywhere.
Attention business owners, you and your customers are listening to this commercial right now. Face it, every business needs customers, even yours. The Sports Circus is a primetime nationally syndicated program that's carried on ABC, NBC, CNBC, and Westwood One News affiliates, plus CBS, Fox, and NBC sports affiliates across North America with coverage from Hawaii to New York. Also, the Sports Circus is available to the 180 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, and the Sports Circus gets about 4 million website visitors per month, which could click through your website and bring sales. The Sports Circus provides great content featuring celebrity guests from sports and entertainment to our audience every weekday, which your company could greatly benefit from by increasing your visibility, foot traffic, eyeballs to your website, and calls from potential customers. Call us right now at 702-799-9935. Again, 702-799-9935. Or email us at info at thesportscircus.com. That's info at thesportscircus.com. Drive your sales today by advertising with the Sports Circus. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. This is a time-sensitive message from the Back Pain Relief Hotline. Millions of people across the nation are suffering from back pain. Are you? Are you on Medicare? Is it hard to walk, to bend over, or even do simple things? Well, we have great news. If you're on Medicare, you could qualify to receive a pain-relieving back brace. We'll handle all the Medicare paperwork if you qualify and ship your new back brace right to your door. Make sure you have your Medicare card ready and please call Call us right now and get all the details. It only takes a few minutes. Imagine doing everything you used to do before your back pain. With your Medicare card ready, call the Back Pain Relief Hotline today. Call now. 800-223-7902. That's 800- Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Looking for a way to make online learning a better option for your family? When it comes to virtual learning, experience matters. Tuition-free K-12-powered schools are ready to put over 20 years of experience to work for you, giving your child the personalized learning they deserve without disruptions. With a K-12-powered school, students gain the skills they need to be prepared for their next steps in life, building a better future for each one of us. K-12, education for any one. Learn more at k12.com. 223 7902 Paid for by the Health Alert Hotline. 
Welcome back to The Sports Angle, live on AMP TV, double AMP TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on CBS Sports, KSIX, Astros, Rockets, Texans Radio Network, as well as Magic 97.9 FM in Las Vegas, entertainment capital of the world. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. We are here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. And when it comes to football in Texas, there is no shocker when I tell you that Texas is ran by football. doesn't matter if it's high school, college, pros. Like, they love their football. It is what consumes them on a daily basis. I mean, there are some uh, cities in Texas that all they care about is, all right, what did their college team do that Saturday? All right, what did the pro team do that Sunday? All right, if you're a smaller city, oh, what did my high school team do this uh, this uh, Friday? Oh, did they do well? Did they beat that rival team from across, from across the way? Like, Texas is ingrained with football, and the Houston Texans have always been an interesting case to me. Not only because are they the newest franchise in the NFL— not the fact that they had the Houston Oilers. They've had a very ingrained uh, success when it comes to the NFL in the city of Houston. But it's the fact that the quarterback situation with the Texans have kind of always been st- stable. There's always been some form of consistency when it comes to the quarterback position in Houston. Right? They had David Carr at the beginning they moved on. They had Matt Schaub. They had for a while Brian Hoyer and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like outside of the Brock Osweiler experiment, majority of the quarterbacks who have started for the Houston Texans have been reliable. They've been stable. And Deshaun Watson has been the question mark of that uh, statement. Because Deshaun Watson has gotten injured multiple times during his tenure. Deshaun Watson has had some portions of his career stopped because he's had to take time off to deal with those um, nagging injuries. Now, understand that Deshaun Watson, there is that fifth-year option. That Deshaun Watson could sign a long-term deal with the Texans organization. He can decide to be a franchise QB that the Texans need. But I have to ask the logical question here. I have to ask the question that people in Houston need to know. And that is, should Deshaun Watson sign with the Texans career-wise? Like when you think about his career and the best decision for him moving forward, is Houston the best available option for him? Or can he go someplace else and have a better statistically or better financial situation someplace else. And if he does, would there be a big enough incentive for him to stay in Houston or would there be a big enough paycheck for them to give him in order to stay with the Texas organization? Like, do you think that Deshaun Watson will stay in Houston or will he go someplace else after his fifth year is up? When a quarterback has had as many injuries as Watson has had, as you mentioned, it's really hard to measure 
where he is. He's still a, a young quarterback relatively. And yet, because he's had all these injuries, it's just a, it's a challenge. I mean, I would say from, from the perspective of the injuries, if we could see how he plays injury free for a few seasons, which would probably mean him staying in Houston, I'm going to predict that he will stay in Houston because We've got to see how this young quarterback performs injury-free or if he's going to be one of these quarterbacks who is perpetually injured. And we know that there are quarterbacks like that. We've had quite a few of them in the NFL. Most recently was Andrew Luck. And everyone was predicting that he was going to be the next Tom Brady. And because of his on injuries year after year after year, these injuries eventually led him to retire from the NFL. And so I guess – it would take probably a few more seasons for us to figure out, are these just some injuries that he experienced early on in his career? And then he's not getting injured as much as his career has gone on. And we have seen that with other quarterbacks. The injuries are what held them back. Or is this someone who's just injury prone and he's going to be injury prone throughout his career? So from both points of view, you have to look at it as for the Texans. We've got an injury-prone quarterback. Do we want to sign him to a long-term contract? Or do we, want to, do we want to take a chance on him because of how much talent he has that these injuries he'll eventually heal and he'll be a durable quarterback and potentially a star in the NFL? Because Watson's got a lot of talent. We just haven't been able to see him over a long enough period of time to know if he is durable enough to endure the NFL. Uh, and long term, being in the NFL, uh, as you know, Rocco, you, you're going to take a lot of hits. You got to be a durable quarterback to last long term in the NFL, and we just don't know that right now. As we're talking about the Houston Texans here on the Sports Angle with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications, I believe with Deshaun Watson that I said this a while ago here on the show that if he stays in Houston. And if he tries to have his entire career be played with the Texas organization, his career will mirror a former division rival. His career will be a similar uh, problem to who he had to face off with a couple of times in his career, and that was Andrew Luck. Or Andrew Luck had so much talent. Andrew Luck was a upcoming superstar in the NFL. But because he was behind a terrible offensive line, he kept on getting hit. He kept on getting hit. He kept on getting hit. And those injuries started to pile up, and then he announced his sudden retirement at a really young age. Deshaun Watson has taken a lot of physical abuse because of his lack of offensive linemen. I mean, if anyone's watched any Texans games over the last couple of years— you will know that Deshaun Watson is running for his life. That Deshaun Watson is trying to make plays with his feet because his offensive line is not protecting him. His offensive line is not doing the job that they need to do. So if you're Deshaun Watson, I said this on the show, that if he stays in Houston, his career could end up happening just like what happened to Andrew Luck, which is you stay loyal to a team, but it costs you your career in the long run. What I think he should do is that he should get a fresh start someplace else. He should get a fresh start with a team that already has an established offensive line. A team that 
if he goes to that roster, they would already have a spot available for him. I mean, there are some teams that immediately pop into my head that have already had offensive line in the NFL. The Dallas Cowboys wouldn't be that far of a trip in terms of moving from one place to the next. The San Francisco 49ers have built an offensive line over the next couple of years. Their quarterback situation is shaky. He can someplace over there. The Arizona Cardinals, if Kyler Murray ended up not working out years down the line, he could go to Arizona and play behind them. And hey, never forget about the New England Patriots. They have a spot available as early as next year. So if you're Deshaun Watson, if you're seeing Dallas, if you're seeing San Francisco, if you're seeing New England, Atlanta, for example, would you rather go to a team that has already spent the money and the time to develop an offensive line, or are you going to be loyal to Houston, and are you going to stay there and potentially do what Andrew Luck did, which is be beaten down so much that you retire early in your career? Well, if you're uh, playing quarterback and you have a franchise that's not committed to building a good offensive line, I mean, that definitely is a problem, Rocco, um, because the longevity of your career, as you mentioned, uh, depends a lot on you having a strong uh, offensive line. And when you've got these other franchises out here uh, who have maybe good offensive lines but questionable quarterbacks, uh, that could definitely be a consideration uh, that you have. But then you have to wonder, you know, if you've got a good offensive line, why do quarterbacks not perform? Uh, sometimes you have good offensive lines. Well, maybe you have subpar performances with these quarterbacks. You look at uh, some of these uh, franchises that you're talking about. The, the New England Patriots kind of was standing out to me when you were uh, talking about the fact that Cam Newton hasn't been uh, having uh, that great of a season there. Tom Brady, his last couple of seasons in, or as particularly his last season in uh, in New England, he kind of fled because the offensive line and the receiver core was so uh, poor. So I guess you have to be really selective about where you go uh, and make sure that it's more than just the offensive line, though. The success of that team, obviously, for your personal safety and health, you want to go to a franchise that has a good offensive line to protect you. But you also have to look at the overall team that you're going to and do they have a, a chance to, to win and succeed in the NFL? There's just a lot of decisions that you have to make. And I don't know, a lot of times a players will stay with teams because they know what they're getting with the team that they're playing for. Decision that Sean Watson makes at the end of the day, he is going to make that money he is going to make the best decision for his career. If that's in Houston or if that's someplace else, he is going to do what's best for business. We are going to go into the Las Vegas Raiders. We're going to go to the Death Star here on the Sports Angle with Guy Dawson from Communications. I'm your host, Rocco. We'll be right back.
AMP, the multi-format network, is here to help create, produce, distribute, and sell your content. For more information, send a message to info at aamp.tv. That's info at aamp.tv. Are you a small business owner or pursuing the dream of starting your own company? Do you know where to start or how to grow that existing business? The American Business Trust Company has the answers you need. The American Business Trust Company can help you with startup capital, business strategy, sales and marketing, and establishing your company with a physical location or on the internet. You decide. You bring the idea. The American Business Trust Company can help with the rest. For a free evaluation, you may visit them online at abtrustco.com. That's A-B-T-R-U-S-T-C-O.com or call them at 657-600-1876. That's the American Business Trust Company, 657-600-1876. Call them today. They can help your business right away. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back brace covered by Medicare. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. The Health Alert Hotline is your back brace company. These specialized braces have been thoroughly tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility. Don't wait. The deadline is fast approaching. The call just takes a few minutes, and we will handle all of the Medicare paperwork. Back braces have helped thousands of people just like you get relief from their back pain and return to living their lives to the fullest, enjoying activities they thought they might never be able to experience again. Find out if you're eligible to receive a pain-relieving back brace. Make sure to have your Medicare card ready when you call. Call us right now. 800-223-7902-800-223-7902. 800-223-7902. That's 800-223-7902. Attention business owners. You and your customers are listening to this commercial right now. Face it. Every business needs customers, even yours. The Sports Circus is a primetime nationally syndicated program that's carried on ABC, NBC, CNBC, and Westwood One News affiliates, plus CBS, Fox, and NBC sports affiliates across North America with coverage from Hawaii to New York. Also, the Sports Circus is available to the 180 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, and the Sports Circus gets about 4 million website visitors per month, which could click through your website and bring sales. The Sports Circus provides great content featuring celebrity guests from sports and entertainment to our audience every weekday, which your company could greatly benefit from by increasing your visibility, foot traffic, eyeballs to your website, and calls from potential customers. Call us right now at 702-799-9935. Again, 702-799-9935. Or email us at info at thesportscircus.com. That's info at thesportscircus.com. Drive your sales today by advertising with the Sports Circus. Welcome back to the Sportingle live on AMP TV, double AMP TV. Big welcome to everyone listening on BS Sports, KSI Astros, as well as Magic FM in Las Vegas, the entertainment capital. I'm your host, Rocco. Let's get back into it. Go to our website, thesportsangle.com. Check out our guest list and our articles on there. And go to our social media at the Sports Angle on all platforms. Engage in the conversations we have on there. 
We are here with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. The Raiders, they're here in Las Vegas. They have been up and they've been down. And there has been no secret that there is no fans in attendance. There has not been any shock factor about the fact that, you know, some people call it the Roomba. Some people call it the Death Star. But the Allegiant Stadium out here in Las Vegas, they have not had fans cheering on the Raiders live. And it is really a shame that that is happening. But we have to ask the logical question here. And that is, look, this season, there is uncertainty if they're even going to make the playoffs. So how about we make an absolute? Next season, 2021, do you think the Raiders will eventually have fans in attendance? Do you think that the governors and all the people that are working inside the government here in Nevada, they will be able to ease up the restrictions by the time the 2021 season comes around? Do you think that the Raiders will have fans in attendance at Allegiant Stadium? And if they do... What would the capacity be like? Would it be 25%? Would it be 50%? An entire 65 tearing down the house. Like, What do you think that will be like next year by the time 2021 comes around? Well, I'm pretty much predicting that they will be able to have probably 50% capacity in 2021. I would say I would like, I want to be conservative because, again, you just don't really know uh, how the vaccine is going to uh, affect the amount of cases that you have. But I feel like it's in the best interest of Sisolak and our state for the Raiders to start playing live games in that stadium. I mean, there's a tremendous amount of revenue tax-wise that the state is losing right now by – they're not being any attendance. I mean, they're basically taxes that uh, are you're, you're paying as a NFL franchise to the state of Nevada uh, as a result of you being able to run your football team here. So I think if there's there's revenue to be gained from the state, I would say that Sisolak is going to uh, again, depending on where the cases are. This is a, an experience with this pandemic. It's so unpredictable. But what Sisolak has shown so far is that he's on the conservative side, uh, definitely when it comes to uh, coronavirus. And so I'm going to make the prediction that we will have 50 percent of the fans uh, in Allegiant Stadium come September when the new, new season rolls around. We're talking about the Las Vegas Raiders here on the Sports Angle with Guy Dawson from Classy Communications. I mean, look, it would be nice to have fans in attendance regardless of the capacity in 2021. And I will say that I was probably going to go to a Chargers and Raiders game in this 2020 season. So as it rolls over into next year, if they do have fans in attendance, Raiders versus Chargers, the sports angle, your host Rocco, I obviously would like to go to that game and see it live. But as we're talking about 2021, wind a bit to 20. You know, it's down for the next couple of weeks. The playoffs are uh, full steam ahead. And understand that the Raiders organization is still in the hunt. Understand that they are the eighth seed. They are the first team out from the AFC conference. And right now they are battling with the Colts. They're battling with the Dolphins. 
They're battling with the Titans, who are above them. And then below them, they have the Ravens and the Patriots, who are still in contention. With the Raiders having four games left in the season, and they have to face off against the Colts. They have to face off against the Dolphins. They have to face off against these teams that they are battling with in this playoff hunt. Do you think the Raiders could make the playoffs as a seventh seed in the AFC? And if they do, what matchup would you expect them to have this round? Would they go up against Patrick Mahomes and set of matchups in this 2020 season? Or would they have an old school rivalry and have it be Steelers versus Raiders in the playoffs for the first time in a long time? What do you think? Well, I definitely think the Raiders uh, have capabilities of being a playoff team. And, you know, personally, the matchup that I would like to see would be Mahomes. Mahomes and the the Chiefs against the Raiders. Of course, that's just my personal opinion. I just love watching Mahomes play and the Chiefs. And that's also a big rivalry throughout the years, the Raiders and the the Chiefs, with them being uh, in the same division, uh, rivals for a long time. Uh, And I I mean, the Raiders are going to have to play some good football over these next couple of weeks. And again, there are just so many elements to the NFL this year uh, that are so different. One of the things that you and I were talking about when we were off air a little bit is that games are being played basically seven days a week. You've got outbreaks of coronavirus that are happening uh, within teams. You never know when there's going to be an outbreak and uh, what a topsy-turvy year uh, this is. And so for the Raiders uh, to be able to pull it all together well enough to get themselves into the playoffs, you, ne- you never know what might happen because the Raiders have a pretty good football team, in my opinion. And uh, again, with things being so unpredictable uh, with uh, with COVID existing and you just never knowing week to week when there's going to be an outbreak, uh, you know, whoever makes it to the finish line, you might be surprised uh, at the team that is able to become uh, ultimately victorious just because of not only is the NFL always predictable, you have injuries, you have all the things that come up during an NFL season, but this whole playing games on irregular days and, of course, these outbreaks of coronavirus, which they say are going to be more prevalent in the coming months with the cold weather, uh, I think any team's got a shot, and the Raiders as well as any team. Uh, I think they've got a lot of things working in their favor. I predict that they will be a playoff team this year. For people who have been longtime listeners of the Sports Angle, you will know that I have already revealed that I have the Baltimore Ravens making it in as the seventh and final seed in the AFC. It's no disrespect to the Raiders themselves, but when I compare the schedule side by side, when I compare the Titans, when I compare the Raiders, and I compare the Ravens, and I look They have a schedule that Steve can get it. I mean, when off against the Colts and the Dolphins, that's going to be an extremely difficult task for them to go up against. The Dolphins, they have to go up against the Chiefs. They have to go up against the Patriots. They got to go up against the Bills. They have all these different teams that they have to go up against. That's why when I compare those side by side by side, I picked Baltimore as a set of seed. But Actually, there has been a report coming out of the NFL that I actually think is very interesting. And that is that the NFL could have a bubble 
for the playoffs. All right, not for the regular season. They're going to have that go all the way. But for the playoffs, they're thinking of doing a bubble similar to what the NBA did, similar to what MLB did, and similar to what the NHL did, where they're going to pick two cities that are going to be neutral, and they're going to have their AFC teams play in one city and their NFC teams play in one city. And then they are going to have the Super Bowl be played at a neutral site in the middle. Uh, We have heard cities like L.A. We've heard cities like Las Vegas. We've heard cities like Dallas. And we've heard cities like Tampa Bay be considered for this. I have to ask you, out of all the cities that are being considered for this NFL bubble, what is the likelihood that Las Vegas actually gets considered for it? And for our listeners in Texas, what's the likelihood that that Jerry's World in Dallas gets picked up for this. And if they're going to make it neutral, if they're going to make it fair, are they going to do what the MLB did, where they will have the AL be played at an NL stadium and have the NL uh, teams play at an AL stadium, where pretty much they would have the AFC teams play at NFL, an NFC site, and an NFC teams play at an AFC site? I mean, what do you think could happen here with an NFL bubble? Think that there is a, a big, a high likelihood that they will have a bubble, and the reason is is that we've seen how well it's worked in these other sports. It's a much more predictable environment when you're again, we're in the middle of the winter, and coronavirus cases are probably going to be very high uh, as we get towards uh, the time of the playoffs. And so they want to create the most predictable environment that they can for the NFL playoffs, which is might virtually require that they put these players in a bubble so that you don't have to worry about there being these outbreaks that we're seeing basically every week in the NFL. So yes, I believe that there will be a, a bubble for the playoffs in the NFL. And I'm thinking that there in all likelihood, it'll be one of these two new stadiums or both, by the way, out in LA, the chargers and the Rams at stadium or here in uh, Vegas with the Raiders. And the reason why I think that they would want to do that is They haven't been able to play games with fans in those stadiums, but having an opportunity to showcase the fact that they have these two new stadiums uh, in the NFL uh, for marketing purposes might be something that you could see happen. Also, you saying, uh, as you mentioned, that there could be a, a crossover in the AFC and the NFC and the way that they do that. I could see that happening. And so you've got the AFC, although you got the Chargers and the Rams, you have an AFC team and an NFC team that both play in the same stadium, and you have an AFC team here in Vegas that play in our stadium, but that overlap, as you mentioned, um, you do have the NFC represented out there in LA, so yes, I could see that being done, there being that, that crossover, one in Vegas, one in LA, and you've got that bubble that you create. I think that there's a strong likelihood that that's that that could happen. And also these are warm weather cities uh, where people are outside a lot more, which also um, takes away, they say, from the influence of coronavirus, the fact that people can go outside. In both of those cities, they're warm weather cities. So definitely I think there will be a bubble, and I think there's a great chance that those two new stadiums will be where they uh, host the playoffs. So very quickly – The Super Bowl is going to be held at their own neutral site 
What stadium would you like to have the Super Bowl be hosted at and why? Absolutely. And uh, right, Las Vegas, first first year in existence, Las Vegas Raiders, Super Bowl right off the bat. Let's do it. I'm going to say Jerry's World. I'm going to say AT&T Stadium. I love it. It's state-of-the-art. I absolutely like the design and everything they have in there. Jerry's World, Dallas Super Bowl, when they do this bubble. Uh, Guy Dawson from Classic Communications, thank you for coming on the show. I am your host, Rocco. This is the Sports Angle. So long, everyone. So, you want to be in show business. Do people tell you that you're really funny, you have a great personality, and you should have your own talk show? Many of us have been told that, but we don't know how to get started. It's easier than you think. Let the pros at Cali Vegas give you a free talent evaluation. Call 949-445-1119 and learn how quickly you can create, produce, and host your very own talk show. Imagine not having to sit in traffic every day, commuting back and forth to the same old boring job. Get started in television or radio today with your free talent evaluation from Cali Vegas. Call 949-445-1119 or visit them online at calivegas.com. Make your dream come true today and create your new career and learn how to become a television or radio star with the help of Cali Vegas. 949-445-1119. Call now. Looking for a way to make online learning a better option for your family? When it comes to virtual learning, experience matters. Tuition-free K-12-powered schools are ready to put over 20 years of experience to work for you, giving your child the personalized learning they deserve without disruptions. With a K-12-powered school, students gain the skills they need to be prepared for their next steps in life, building a better future for each one of us. K-12, education for any one. Learn more at k12.com. Uh, been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 